Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Steve-O. I have been informed that I only have 30 seconds to talk to you about Friday Night Fan Fiction. So here we go. Friday Night Fan Fiction is the terrible drunken fanfic reading podcast you've been waiting for. Every week, we read terribly written fanfiction and turn it into a drinking game. We bring guests on every week. We take suggestions for fanfics to read. So come join David, Logan, Sean, Val, and myself, Wednesdays broadcasting and Fridays posting. Friday Night Fan Fiction, only on the Nerdy Show Network. The following episode of Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Spandex makes me horny. Drag is the new spandex. Hey everyone, welcome to Flame On Sister Podcast, Drag is the New Spandex. I'm your host, Oral, but you knew that, of course. And if you didn't, welcome. It's spelled the way it sounds. I'm here with Brian. Hi. I'm Ryan. Hey there. And our illustrious producer, and Bon Vivant, a man who does everything, a jack of all trades, and master of every technical know-how, Pat. Hi. And we are here to talk about All-Star Season 3, also known as The Claws Come Out During the Day and the Night. <laughs> so let's start off with looks. Actually, let's start off with who is here. Well, before we even get into the workroom, they did a fun little... <laughs> introduction this year that's right that's which, right which leaked about a week before the show premiered which gave a taste of uh all-stars og winner chad michaels and all-stars two winner the queen of snakes herself taylor oh no alaska thunderfuck <laughs> in a very hens handmaids i could never say it. i always want to put the s in the wrong place handmaid's tale chic very blessed be, very long robes. Okay, the, the blessed be is like their own affectation because they don't say blessed be. Well, you know, I hear that and I just think charmed. So yeah, right. that's what I thought. Whatever. It's a very like, but no. So the Handmaid's Tale, if you've not seen it, go on to Hulu. Just look for the trailer. 
It's the the red robes and the nun kind of looking hood thing. It's habits. what's happening to women habits. right now. It's what exactly. It's Trump's America. So they leaked it or it leaked. Which no, they released. They the, released it. Okay. I mean, it was part of like EW gets all these things. It's just okay. There's a bunch of stuff. The first 14 minutes was out on the was released before the season started. So mm-hmm. they they gave you all they gave you all the the looks and the chattiness without having to spoil the big reveal, yes. which we'll get to in a minute. So then we enter the workroom. Yep. And first up, we have Trixie rollerblading in. Yeah. Looking like, you know, Barbie's, you know, still reclaiming Barbie as Stacy's mom. <laughs> That's what she was giving me. Barbie as Stacy's mom. I love the, like, the oversized headsets like we are using now. Um, I love the hair and the quintessential Trixie makeup because you know like if you're able to be a chameleon be a chameleon but if you're a comedy queen and you or you paint a certain way you know you do that to the best of your ability it's like when you wear something that's monochromatic you make sure that like the materials and you know the cut and the style is immaculate because you're only getting like this one thing so I thought it was really fun and smart yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I love me some Trixie. So when she, uh, you know, the whole, this is how I roll. I, I loved it from the her, from the jump. Her puns are are unrivaled. I think she's that random friend you have that always just has a smart thing to say. So basically, oral. Uh, Hi. So <laughs> thank Aww. you. That's such a that's such a delight and a dream for you to say. I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> No, I think some people really like that, and I know other people who absolutely would hate that. Oh, for so sure. So it's very divisive, but I mean, I know Trixie, and I love her, so I'm I'm on board, even if I don't think it always lands. I appreciate that she's really trying. And they've done a good job editing her, Yeah, because I feel like, let's let's put it out there now, there are a few queens who it's theirs to lose, and I think she's one of them. Oh, for sure. And for sure. it's evident in some of the editing that that's the case. Yes, she's definitely, she is more confident and looks more favorable on the show than she did in season seven. Unquestioned, yep, totally. And and part of it's probably because she has been so successful outside of RuPaul's Drag Race with Katya, with her own solo record, with her live show. I mean, she, World of Wonder is smart about how they use these queens, and this is a strategic thing, but well-deserved and earned absolutely Mm -hmm. who was in next oral we had milk giving you denim pinocchio realness (laughs) which i which i felt was just kind of wooden for me uh oh we talking about puns oh yeah Um, but no like it's just i i got the aesthetic Mm -hmm. it's not that i don't and that's like you can you can think something works but you you don't find it appealing and i i didn't because for me milk is a lot of things and i love that sort of variety show you get i've seen milk perform and you know either you're you're completely you know bought into the idea and the gimmick or you're like okay well that's kind of clever but i i it didn't wow me like that and and a, it'll bind to another person, another queen that comes up a little later, where I see it, 
the aesthetic works, but it's not really entertaining. Yeah. I think Milk is the performance art queen, having seen her a few times, well, at least once at Parliament. Maybe twice? Yes. Twice? I don't know. Uh, she's got this art school thing that's a little more pop culture-y, a little more zany at times. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it always lands. Mm. But I don't know that it's supposed to be a like. I don't think she's supposed to be a joke, but she's also sort of mocking in some ways. I don't know. It's she's confusing, and, and I can see her not going. She didn't go very far in her season, I believe. Right? She like well, she, middle of the pack. Yeah, she was middle of middle the pack. Of the pack. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she did better than a lot of queens, but I don't know. For me, I don't necessarily think I need to see Milk perform. I'm good with Milk as an aesthetic, as a picture. Like I, I'm like looking at the picture of them in the workroom. Like, okay, cool, that's a cute outfit. I, that's milk. It's an evolution right. on our previous, you know, stuff. So. Yeah, and I mean, it's a takeoff of the Pinocchio look, but it also felt like something else, which it just kind of was like, all right. And we'll get to another queen that kind of has a repurposed look coming mm. in for All Stars too. Um, but every- All Stars three. Oh, three. Sorry. Oh god. Can you forget Trixie's <sighs> lyric? I know. All I want for Christmas is my All Stars three. Yeah, all I want for Christmas is nudes or that. That was my favorite. But I will just say this: every time Milk would say "Zaddy's home," where did that come from? I don't know. I didn't know anything about it, but apparently, it's a Ty Dolla Sign song, and then it became a meme. And I had to look it up on on Urban Dictionary because I am that white sometimes. And apparently, it's somebody who's got who's handsome and got swagger and all this stuff and there is zaddy i don't understand it it's, it's not daddy it's zaddy z-a-d-d-y Z-A-D-D-Y. So i don't i don't know these things but confuse me every, it's a very banji thing oh okay there you go there you go but apparently but every time i heard her say zaddy all i thought was zaddy Dinner from New Orleans. Which leads us to... Chi-Chi Devane. The back bi- from the bayou. The bayou queen is back. Your favorite. One of your girls. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, Oral, it's Chi-Chi Devane. I'm so sorry you couldn't make it. I'm really upset about not seeing her at the meet and greet. <laughs> like, I listen to it every once in a while. I'm like, not everybody got this. This is my own personal... It's still on my oh. phone. Uh, but Chi-Chi came in uh, in her, her trash bag couture. But it looked it looked stunning. Like, visually, I found it arresting. The, the top hat, while I liked it, I think she should have gone with, like, a more, like, golden era Hollywood veil. Because she was giving me, like, you know, Hollywood. She's giving me showgirl. I'd have been good with like a bow or some sort of like big thing Mm. made out of this, like the trash bag material. Because at first I didn't realize it was trash bags. Same. Until somebody online pointed out that I think she went to Australia and at a meet and greet, fans gave her a bunch of yellow trash bags and she posted it on Instagram. And that's what she made this entrance outfit out of. That's nice. Yeah. So. It was it, it was very DIY she, fan supported. Yeah, yeah, that fits her aesthetic. Oh like yeah, that. she she rocked it. I mean, it, it's it, it may not be everybody's cup of tea, but she can she can pull it off. It was, the, you know, black people can pull off yellow. Like yes, very it's much. It's just so. oh, 
it just works so well. So well. That was the best thing she did all episode, I think. Oh, no. You her makeup. What? Her <clears throat> face and her face later on was goddamn good. That queen is unspookable. Like, cannot be caught. Yeah. For her makeup this season. Yeah. I mean, I didn't always love it in her first go around, but and we'll get to we'll get to that main challenge and we'll talk about that. But her face was beat for the gods. Mm-hmm. That was my mom. And then Insert. someone who looked like they had just been beaten <laughs> comes Aww. in Thorgy Thor. Listen, why? Why'd you do that? Like, well, no, because once again, I saw the aesthetic. But she, if you want to talk about somebody who who looked like they threw in their look together, it's her. Like, I did not care for it at all. I thought it looked really, like, it wasn't, she wasn't even giving me, like, you know, shuffling along Mr. Cellophane. She just gave me this low-rank clown that would show up to my nephew's, like, <laughs> fifth birthday. And I'm like, well... You know, you passed the background record, so I guess I have to pay you. Like that that's I it's it's drag and I get comedy drag. Comedy like like comedic queens are notoriously my favorite queens, but I don't find her funny. I don't find her quirky. I, it, which is isn't to say that she's not a great drag queen, but like her aesthetic isn't pleasing to me. And having said that, I don't think this look stands out at all like everybody else i could get milk i can get milk i appreciate it i didn't really care for it but i appreciate it thorgy i didn't appreciate it all i think she definitely doesn't always come across very well but her look in this case was not her best i mean not her best we we saw some amazing looks in her season you know what would have made the out made the whole thing work for me because it didn't give you a concept it just gave you Tinsel hair, stripes, and it just it gave you shiny. That was the concept. What I think would have made it work, top hat and cane. Mm. Do almost like a Chaplin, no. like yeah. a Charlie Chaplin kind of feel to it. Yeah. And it would have been it would have been good. You could it, have had a, a tin can as a hat <laughs> and a, if she had done a bindle. A bindle, a bindle and a tin hobo can drag? hat. Yes, hobo because drag. the oh. bitch looked homeless. <laughs> the bitch looked homeless. She lives in Brooklyn. I look, mean, I got family in Brooklyn. You don't look like that in Brooklyn and be homeless. Even that's, that's homeless true. has standards. <laughs> uh, well, she definitely. Uh, I-, I love her to death. I yeah, it was underwhelming. Who else? Who else is up there? Referenced in the first entrance of the workroom when Trixie came in and said. It's like a Morgan McMichael's meet and greet in here when nobody was in the room. Out walks season two's own Morgan McMichael's. Barely Ooh. wearing anything at all. Who? That's rude. Ooh. She's the one who sent Sonique home. Isn't that Sonique's best friend? Yeah. Yeah. And she sent her home. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That's a good, that's a good I'm story. I'm sorry, girl. Two girl, of hearts. Two of hearts. Two, two hearts that, that beat as one. Two. I need you. I need you. It's listed. It's ranked as one of the top lip syncs of the show's history. That's right. She, I mean, she's notoriously known for that lip sync and her horrible pink impression. Mm. So, I mean, really, no. That's that's kind of the uh, the big things, and her uh, her fighting with uh, Lashawn and uh or Mystique. Yeah, with the um, whole fix your face. You need to fix your mug. Fix your hair, and. Y- 
Morgan looked fine. I I didn't dislike she her. She looked good. Her yeah. makeup and her hair looked fantastic. It did. She, she you would see her walking down the street and think, "Oh, who's that bitch over there?" True. But true. it looked like she was wearing a loofah. Like she was wearing a bathing suit a wrapped loofah? in a loofah. Wait, mm. loofah or like I'm like, doing, I'm doing I'm hand like gestures a sponge. Like, like a sponge, like the ones you grow. I mean, like the no, fake no. ones that you buy at yeah. the store. Oh, the pu- puffs. The little yeah. Little, okay, okay. Yeah, those All little right. loofah puffs. Loofah puffs. Like, it looked like she got a really big one and made some armholes in it. Just... She looked cute. It she just did. didn't, it didn't scream. Yeah. Because that, that needs to be, your entrance into the workroom sets the tone for, you know, what viewers are going to see you as Mm -hmm. you know and so and there's a lot of viewers who don't know who she is mm -hmm. because a lot of the current generation of drag race viewers came in maybe at four maybe at five definitely at six you know so you only have a couple of years with them versus people who you know go back to watching the show i mean i didn't watch it in 2010 but once I started watching after All Stars, I think All Stars was my first season. Oh, see, I was there from the beginning. Okay. Yes, me too. You know, Drag Race fans remember Morgan. I I want to say I've seen Morgan perform, but that's the thing about Morgan performing when she's when she's there, she's ever present, and you are you are thoroughly entertained. But as soon as she walks out the room. She kind of like, fades. Yeah, like and yeah. there's 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 no there's no staying power, and that's what her return to drag uh, race for All Star season three is about. It's about you know she's a working girl. She's constantly huffing it. Actually, this season's about staying power. You know, for a lot of people, you know, they come and go. They may be like the flavor of the season. They may be like a fan favorite. Um, like the next one, Aja. Who came in and I, I I adored her look. Like I still don't understand how like because we we'll get into that fan favorite conversation a little more in a minute. Uh-huh. But I didn't see Aja as a fan favorite from season nine. I had, didn't really have a problem with Aja. Aja had I think more of a chip on her shoulder when she walked in and she saw how not prepared she was or how over prepared she was like in her mind of what she thought she had compared to the rest of the season so i think aja got a lot of fan support when from the whole chewing out or aggressively complimenting i should say i'm sorry it's it, she, aggressively she, complimenting. she wasn't reading her is that how that works that's what she said she said i was aggressively complimenting oh my her god I you're just beautiful you're gorgeous you look like a model you look like linda evangelista she could walk out there in a fucking diaper and they would say oh valentina you smile it's beautiful i don't get the appeal of her at all she's a great performer and i mean she got to lip sync okay. twice on on the on this yeah. first episode and she brings a certain type of gritty performance yeah i just i i guess because it's not something i resonate with it just kind of makes me think okay that's just another good performer but i i don't her looks are confusing and i don't love them even well, her like boy look that she does with the interviews i'm like what are you Aja? You're, you're, yeah you're no. you're i think above the the demo for her Aja's. oh and I, admittedly it totally this is me old man i i, I represent the octogenarian generation on this show uh 
pretty well. So yeah. I think I think Boy Aja is super cute. I would, okay. you know, <laughs> I I totally pick up cigarettes again just to date Aja <laughs> wow. as a boy. And and I, as we were watching, uh, the episode. I look over the pat. I'm like, it's not that I dislike Aja. Is that none of her drag ever wowed me? And then I, I saw, and but I'm like, but I like that coat. I don't think you know. You brought up. I don't think the entire outfit works. But I'm like, yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah, because she. I mean, she came out. Let, we'll get back to the look here. Mm. So it was like this floral. It was all. It was an all matching outfit, and it was. It, had, it was dark bluish teal. Yeah, it was. A, it was a pretty color. I like the colors. But then it it's was giving you Xenon girl of the 31st century. Yeah. <laughs> it was total boy body. And it was this like weird small bikini top with like a high waisted bikini bottom with no padding, no tits, no anything. Oh who, scooted, who scooted on a Razor scooter and stole Trixie's gag right there, <laughs> right off the bat. Wheels after wheels this time around. True, true. And then after that, we have. One of your favorites, Brian. Who's that? And mine. And yours. And yours. Ben de la Creme. Yes. From the great state of Washington. I was so bummed when I went to Seattle that she was not performing in Seattle that weekend or week, whatever the hell I was there. I really would love to see her again. And it sounds like she's coming to Orlando. Not sounds like she is. She will be there for Red Ball. February uh, 17th. February 17th is a Red Ball. And she is the she's bringing Inferno a go go to the Footlight it's, Theater. It's not the show I wanted to see. I want to see her Cosmos show. Well, I don't think she. I think she did that one run. Well, she I'm keeps, sad. Inferno a go go is her go to. But that's the one we were going to well, see in Par- or in Provincetown, right? No, Inferno a go go. No, I meant yeah, yeah, Inferno yeah, yeah. Inferno a go go. We were going to see, in and she can't. We had tickets, and then yeah. she canceled mysteriously. And as it turns out, that's when they were filming. All stars. She was getting her shit together to go uh, be secluded for a couple of but weeks. But Trixie did perform. In fact, yeah. I think kind of went back and forth a little bit. Well, she yeah, she took like two or three weeks off and then came back. So I mean, it, Trixie also has been working a lot more, and I think had her bag of tricks already kind of lined up. Where Ben has not been touring and traveling as much, right. so to kind of prepare yourself for it. She maybe needed a little bit but, more time. The thing that bothers me about the Ben thing, and I love Ben. I'm so I'm so happy she's on the show. They were harassing her, kind of reading her for not being around. But what they don't realize is she's been very busy as a director and as a show producer. She doesn't just perform. So even though that doesn't give you that same um, presence, like out in the world of drag, yeah, like she's touring all over the place. She does perform still a lot. In other people's productions, like Peaches and... Yeah, uh, but remember, these are reads. They're not not meant to be, like, you know, super, super serious. But at the same time, it's that jab for the drag world to be like, oh, well, Ben de la Creme has been unemployed since season six or whatever. You have to be ever present. I know. For people who don't... You know, when I look at Ben de la... Like, she's very consistent. And she can give you lots of different things because that's like that theater background and and you get it. But if if she's not like and she she doesn't do she doesn't do in your face because when you like for her, it's like, oh, I'm just so enough. She might do it in your face. Yes. Like (laughs) 
you know, she gives you, oh, I'm just so, I'm, I'm nervous. Like, I'm, you know, I yes. don't know necessarily what I'm doing. And that's cute. That's a cute shtick. But what is drag but, you know, this, this confrontation? Like, it is you confronting what it means to be this, like, this image, this, like, illusion, right? And you're interacting with the audience. And people can do it in different ways, but... With her, it's just like, oh, it's like, um, Ben Delacreme, she's like icing. She's super sweet. She's pretty to look at. It's fun to taste, but like, it's one note. Icing doesn't taste like anything. If, and I don't, and I don't mean to say that she's flat. No, no, no. If she was just that and there wasn't anything else underneath as far as some of her reads and things, I would agree with you, but I feel like her wit and her comedy complement that super saccharine look and feel and, and personality. No, I, so told, I I know what you're saying though. It it can be uh, it's different. It is very different. I think you'll see a lot more sides and evolution to Ben because on season six, it was very much a matter of like, oh, you're hiding behind costumes. We don't know who you are, and she wasn't really portrayed in a very three dimensional way. Yeah, and when you when you don't tour and perform as your drag persona a ton over the last couple of years, but you're doing these shows and you're working and you're making a name for yourself um, in other avenues, it's tough for people to really kind of know all the facets. And she's already shown in this first episode that she is not the same Bendel La Creme that came to season six. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, her comedy like really got me through her season. Yeah. Like they they showed her snatch game, which is to me one of the best snatch games, especially as a fan of like Downton Abbey. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Seeing like her fully immerse herself as this like meta, you know, Dame Maggie Smith, but also, you know, the Dowager, like it's it's the Dowager Countess. Like it's great. Like I, I, I loved it. Her look was good. Her yeah. I, well, I mean, and and this is where we were talking about repurposed before. This is a repurposed Miss Congeniality dress. Is this it? is the this is the reunion dress. Okay. It's you know, and like I saw the the look, and I I knew I knew it, but I didn't. You know, like it was one of those things I didn't quite remember. Yeah. And then when she did the, when she they did her you know confessional while she was talking during the entrance. And she, you know, she made the comment of it's, you know, she repurposed the dress into this, you know, it was a, it was a whole gown and everything. And now it's this cute little short poofy dress. And, and, um, I just love the fact that right from the get go, she's like, yeah, I've been wearing, she's like, it's my repurposed, uh, Miss Congeniality dress. She's like, I've been sleeping it every night, just spooning my Miss Congeniality sash and crying into my overstock gift certificate for the last four years and i was like oh that's right i remember when they used to just get an overstock gift certificate yeah that's great and that's and i like that subtle humor too that's good yeah yeah and nothing against vendela but that if we don't get more that's all she'll be just uh, it's marge simpson repurposing (laughs) that chanel dress staying up in the dead of night and that's what it gave me yeah that's well, what it gave me. And I have I, a I have a funny feeling you'll get to see many many different sides of Ben. I hope so. So who else? <laughs> As I like to say, the queen of flipping on the stage, flipping off the stage. Oh Jesus, Kennedy <laughs> Davenport. Was she like an alien or something? For that that first look, I'm like, what? 
come through, Whoville. I, oh, you know, the, uh, her look was like fractured disc, uh, disco ball. <laughs> I like that she had a little disco ball, like a wrecking ball slash like, you know, purse, like a. If she um, had opened it up as bag. a purse, like um, Coco's Dorito purse, mm-hmm. I would have loved it. Yeah. If she had like, if she had opened up that disco ball and pulled a mirror out to look at herself in all the mirrors, like, I think the mirror world would have crashed in upon itself. I, but I think it would have been funny as hell. I looked at her like, oh, if I had a family reunion of like the younger generation, all of which in my family on my mother's side are homosexuals or homosexual adjacent. Um, she's the drag queen I would have booked. Also, we would have been eating ribs. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But um, I didn't think it was a bad look. I thought it was different. It very was different. different. And, Even for her, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, was, I never would have expected that kind of look. And, and but that that is why I think I can give it like a pass because it was something different. Nobody looked like her. Nobody remotely looked like her. She stood out. You know, did I love everything about it? No. But I thought it was at least interesting to look at. It, I didn't hate it, but I think it could have been done better. It's like she was trying to do her best impression of Trinity Taylor. Eh. And she's got that same pedigree of this pageant queen world that, you know. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're both like Miss former, uh, former oh, Miss yeah, Parliament no, no, no. Houses. And, yeah, oh, they're all know, over. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're, they're Florida, but Florida I pageant I feel days. like Kennedy in this season really represents the history of drag, like the, the things that have kind of come mm-hmm. before, whereas a lot of the other queens are more of the future and the potential futures of drag. So that's kind of always interesting to see the different um, cultures. Yeah, and, she... she I'm sorry. No, no. Just, just seeing how they play off each other. She's a classic queen, totally. And totally. I, and I, I adore that about her. It's why, you know, say what you want about Tyra Sanchez. Tyra could give you classic queen, but she could also give you like the future of drag. It made her versatile, and, and I, I think that Kennedy can give you versatility, um, which is why. I, I'm excited to see what she can do this season. Um, but, you know, anytime she can't, as soon as I saw that box on the stage later on, we'll talk about it. You flip off the stage, you flip <laughs> off the stage. You flip <laughs> on the box, you flip off the box. But speaking of boxes. Speaking of boxes. And, and this is one of my favorite looks. <laughs> because I'm a girl who one day will get a Tiffany's box. <laughs> and when I open it, I I would be happy with Shangela. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't know that was a Tiffany's box. It's it's a it's a Tiffany esque box. I did it's not a, realize that, blue. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, have you ever seen that blue? That's Tiffany blue. Interesting. All right. Mm, um, I I think that she looked great. I love the. Like the bold colors. I love that dress on her. Because you've seen variations of that. But it it always looks so crisp. And I think that's what kind of like elevates Shangela. Because everyone thinks she's middle of the pack. But you know, she's... Well, and, and I'll say this before you, you, you continue on. Yeah. It was amazing to see... Because obviously as they came out, I mean, they're all stars. They've been on the show before. And Shangela has... A season and an episode of being on it before or actually even two episodes because the beginning of season four she popped out of a box again and to look at shangela then versus shangela now yeah. you can really tell like 
this girl has come so far in the time from 2010 mm-hmm. until today. Yeah. Or, you know, a year ago when they filmed this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. <laughs> from 20, 2010 to 2018, she's done a lot. And she she looks polished like a diamond, and I'm glad she wasn't wearing yellow. Yeah, yeah, because she was the only she was the only black queen not wearing yellow. You know, you can shake it up. You can shake it up, <laughs> but it looked pretty. That color on her is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That hair, I love the bow. Like the like bow I was, was nice. I was yeah. talking about with uh with uh Chi Chi and a bow. Like I'd have been happy with with that bow on on Chi Chi. Do you know not what, that color? But you know, do you know what they call Shangela? Shangela fans call themselves. No. They're the holla lunatics. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Uh, That's almost as bad as curling nuts. Shh. Stop that. <laughs> I don't almost. I don't even I don't care to know. You don't exactly. It'll probably it's make all right. me sad. It's okay. It'll be a meme someday, hopefully. And yeah. as our surprise, which I think was one of my like top three uh entrances, is that the tenth queen, who's a surprise queen, is Bibi's a harbinet. Surprising no one. Mother. Well, some people <laughs> have their, their hopes set on Valentina. I mean, yeah. I heard all kinds of random theories, but the the big the big thing at first was that it was Darian Lake as the tenth queen, uh, before this whole like surprise tenth queen happened. Uh, be, you know, to try to reignite the Dela oh, Darian feud. Uh because you know, you look at certain queens and it's like, oh, Kennedy and Chi Chi are on the same are the same season. We're going to have that dance off that everybody would, you know, like would go crazy for in a lip sync. And it's just like, uh, I, there are certain things that you just don't need to manufacture. Mm-hmm. And that Ben Darian feud is just one of those things because it was horribly forced and felt gross on season six. And I'm glad it didn't come back for season, uh, for All Stars three. So BB is the winner of season one. The forgotten or the lost season. Cameroon! Famous for that. She is oh, from... Oh, Rue. That's Rue's thing. Well, right. But yeah. I mean, she's from Cameroon. She's from Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. But but that was that was whenever RuPaul always introduces her. It's You're, you're guaranteed to hear, Cameroon! She, I love it. I, if I ever did... if We all know. She was giving me like... You're going to. Yeah. I said that she was giving me House of M state dinner realness <laughs> and i really i really wow. enjoyed it like a deep cut i like that she, her hair her her wig was immaculate her entire look from head to toe was just pristine she looked great and i i was i was floored like i kept looking at her thinking like she looks gorgeous she looks incredibly polished she looks like a model she did she looks she like did. linda Evan. no she doesn't <laughs> sorry it was funny though chris our bartender on thursday nights because uh parliament house is the official vh1 rupaul's drag race Orlando's All Stars only official yes because we are the official <laughs> we are the official you don't do more than one in a city well n- well that's why they say official 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 because we got swag from vh1 we have officially licensed swag including yes hats and fans i wanted a fan but you know whatever i'll get to it eventually but i work in the bear den at the end of the uh, afterwards and it's tough to be able to like bounce from one to the other quickly 
So we watched in the Bitch, ba- you had fans and you didn't snatch me one? Bitch, I didn't snatch myself one. I mean, well, you know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe I can get us one. Thank you. We'll share it. It'll be like say. Sisterhood of the Traveling <laughs> Yas fan. You never know. <laughs> uh, but we were, sitting, we were sitting in the back watching it and BB came out and Chris goes, she looks like Monica. <gasps> and he's like, remember the boy is mine, Brandy and the Monica? Boy mine, the boy is mine, the boy is mine, the boy is mine. <laughs> but she did. And, and the one thing you can say about BB... I mean, she may not work a lot in like high-profile clubs, um, but she will never be clocked for bad makeup Mm-mm. or looking a mess. No, oh. she is she's regal, and yes. that's that's be all and end all of it. And I and I adore it. And that regality was carried over into the library. Oh, uh, she she regally. Regally sashayed into the library mm-hmm. because reading is what fundamental. Exactly. Uh, it, mm, there well, was some highs and there was some lows. And we, we'll start with the lows. We st- and claw- well, the whole thing started on a real bad low. Yeah, because Thorgy is bitter. She's a bitter. Yeah, bitter that's the thing. Betty. She comes off and picks out like these things that that aren't relevant and has this bite in her tone. And the thing is, like, you can do it if it works. Right. Like Roxy. No, not Roxy. Oh, I forget who said it. Head of Lettuce? No, it was two Roxy. It was All Stars 2. It was the reading challenge. And because oh, Roxy had lost all that weight. Yeah. And she was like, oh, a diet consisting of nothing but like cigarettes and hatred of Jinx Monsoon does uh, a body good or whatever. Like Yeah, that's funny. And it and it it has a direct correlation to the person that you're talking about. Right, right, right. And right. it just, you know Yeah, it, Thorgy it, Yeah, she just needs to like let that go and just showcase herself. Because it diminishes her. It yeah. does, it does. No, yeah. You're right, you're right. But but you know what this is? I I've seen it in talented people. When you think of yourself as like uh, a talented individual, whether it be like an artist or a musician, you have this like sense of entitlement. And if you don't think other people match that, they're lesser than you. They're not working as hard. They're they're not as put together. And it, it comes as, across as elitist. Whereas like, you know, BB's whole look makes her elite. Yeah. But she doesn't she doesn't come across as I need to tear you down. No, yeah, definitely. And especially when the bitch looked like she had been eating uh like brunch behind a Howard Johnson. <laughs> like I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. You're back on All Stars. You've been, you know, working. Yeah. Why are you still so upset? Like, why try to tear down Bob, who won? Like, she she won. Yeah. And she outclassed you on at any given chance. Exactly. Like, it just makes you look like a sore loser. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just, mm, no. So, so that was the bad start, but it got better. It did, because Chi-Chi came in. Well, and it was funny, because there were certain queens that weren't, like, they were okay. Yeah. And it was, and it could you could see it in the edit, because it was fairly quick mm-hmm. like really like i you know i'm going through and, and and doing my my due diligence and my preparation for for these episodes and these root caps that are backed by popular demand <laughs> um 
I, I, I noted some of these, uh, these, these quips that I think were, were more of the highlights. And really the only one that, that popped out for me with Chi Chi was the, uh, the whole big and milky, just like the drink, you give me the shits. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I was like, okay, that was, that was fun. Like, and I wanted more. And like, they, they show two reads that she did. It was kind of like, uh, okay. But it was still, I mean, it was cute. Kennedy, though. Kennedy. I was like, you should be able to read much better than what you're giving us right this second. And maybe that was production. Maybe there were better reads that were left on the mm-hmm. cutting room floor or in the or the extra uh, bonus scenes at VH1.com. Um. But when you come up there and your first thing is, Aja, welcome to the big leagues, where Charlotte Russe and Forever 20 won't, 21 won't cut it, girl. Like, really? Yeah, like, you, I mean, you I break get out it. the joke, you get it, but it's not funny. Yeah, it just didn't. And if she were wearing, like, a Tatiana season two outfit, I'd be like, okay, yeah. <clears throat> and not to say that her, you know, Aja's entrance outfit was, you know, like, whatever, but it wasn't. Like your off the rack Charlotte Russe or Forever no. Twenty One type of outfit. I feel Not like that all. was another kind of like you were saying with Thorgy, sort of an elitist sort of thing. I feel like that was sort of a very ageist or elitist. Like, honey, we've done our time. We know how to do this, and you don't. Like that's where that came from. Yeah, which no. also made it seem a little less funny and a little more biting. Yeah, so. I yeah I agree. It just it there's still think better ways you could have done that than no. that Kennedy did. Get milk. Who <laughs> I thought they were Which, okay. Milk was funny because you know what is a read? You take a flaw and you exploit it. <laughs> and the one thing about Kennedy Davenport is those contacted eyes. Like, oh, not even just the contacted eyes. And just, watch her in a confessional yeah. where she's looking at two people at once. Yeah, yeah. She's got a lazy eye, and she I mean does. it is what it is. It's sometimes accentuated by contacts, but it, the, the, there was a uh, a drinking game, and uh, that somebody posted on on Facebook. And the, one of the things about like take a shot or no is I think finish your drink as if Kennedy is looking at two people at the same time. <laughs> and I, I was like, God damn, I'd be dry. I'd be so messed up by the end of that night. So in in that whole vein of exploiting a a a feature or a flaw. Yeah, one of one of my favorite milk uh, reads was Kennedy Davenport, the only queen that doesn't have to turn to look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know it's rude. Like if the thing is, I have a lazy eye. If I like focus on something, if I if I if I'm looking at you, and then I kind of let my mind wander, you'll see my eye drift. So like as a person with a slight uh-huh. lazy eye. I, I get it. I get it. It's rough. You can't help it. But damn, that was funny. <laughs> the other one I enjoyed for Milk was uh, Shangela. I always thought her name was Angela, and people were just telling her to shut up. <laughs> it took me a second, and I was like, oh, oh, I got it. I got it now. I enjoy this. And then Morgan, who's the Viper Tongue, tell it like it is queen. I thought hers were okay but nothing agreed yeah absolutely i absolutely agree it wasn't bad it just wasn't there's nothing sharp about it yeah yeah it it just it was what it was uh however shangela (laughs) had some fun reads as well 
But Shangela's always been funny. Yeah. Oh, she's she's constantly, and she does it in a way where she doesn't need to be the center of attention. But she's that friend who will just make a quip, and then you stop and you're like, "Oh, bitch, you right." (laughs) So kind of like oral on those other days. But you know. (laughs) It's not a day unless I sharpen my my talents. <laughs> not a day. Um, but yeah, no, just calling Thorgy out for looking like a like a, a um funny clown. Yeah, that was it. I love clowns, but I never heard none funny one until you I heard you reading. No. I was like, oh, thank God somebody called it out. <laughs> um, and then uh, calling out Morgan's uh, chiseled jaw. That jaw. Sometimes I'm like, you could literally split a coconut on that. I know you could. <laughs> Trixie. <laughs> Trixie had me gutted I, on the first read they showed. I, I I moved on up to the upper room. like Because when she's like, Aja, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You look like Seal. Like, <laughs> the problem is, too, is that Aja's makeup it has come leaps and bounds, but I don't use that bitch needs a like a spade or a, or a <laughs> trowel because you got to you got to lay that foundation. Yeah, like you can have. Mm, I, well, and she's gotten her she's gotten her skin worked on yeah. because yes. the the scarring or, or you know the 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 large pores and all that. Like, mm-hmm. but Shangela is. A, a perfect example of over time and having to have it worked on a few times because you know that procedure never it's like you don't just go in once and have your skin you know do a chemical peel and the next thing you know you have lush gorgeous beautiful you know tiny poured skin shangela over the years has gotten the work done to improve her her skin and it shows and her makeup shows and that's not to say that Aja isn't leaps ab- leaps and bounds ahead of where her makeup was. Yes, just like a year before that mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, season nine. Agreed. But I loved, like you had said before, a good read exploits a flaw, and a callback to that. It was like Katya with Roxy Andrews in the bus. <laughs> you know, I think about you every morning when I pass the bus stop. Like, it just, it was the perfect, perfect combination of taking a memorable moment from their season and a flaw and just hammering it home. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it it had me but gutted. But it shows, it shows you how sharp she is. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I love it. It shows you how sharp she is. I, and Aja... Aja gives me, like, just street and hood. Yeah, And so that's what her reads are. But they're savage. Yes. They're oh, yeah. savage. And, and and they are smart. Because if you... Aja's a smart queen. I, I like how observant she can be. And, like, doing a quick, like, you know, moving a word here and there to make her name spell... More gone. I you should, I would take the letter A out, replace it with the letter O, because most of like most of us here, I think we'd all want you more gone. I was like, oh, that's cute. That works. Yeah. That that's that's witty. Yeah. You know, and then I don't know. I don't know why I just enjoyed her telling Trixie that she looks like a Lisa Frank serial <laughs> killer. Like 
I, it just it tickled me for some reason and the fact that trixie responded with like i'll take it i'm from wisconsin it's an aesthetic like i love that <laughs> and then you had ben de la creme whose reads were the strongest well and it's funny because i think she had the most screen time for the reads yes with the least number of reads yes because they are very well thought out but they are they're word crafted it's like a word problem mm-hmm. and it was awesome <laughs> like it worked out so well and it's so made up for the um the comedy show uh, on her season yeah. where she was too intellectual like this was the perfect blend of intellectual and shady yeah I, I i noted these for us word for word i had to go back and watch these segments multiple times so that way we would have them word for word because dela's they're not like quick little quips no. yeah so so Sh- shall we alternate thorgy i love this full outfit i usually only get to see it with- hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And you're handing out balloons from the sewer grate. (laughs) Which relevant <laughs> very well especially when it was recorded mm-hmm. pointed mm-hmm. and you you didn't you bring the audience to the threshold and they they take it on home yeah and that's that's really see and that's the thing that's shade yeah exactly that's not just a read if you can read somebody to fill you shaded them, mm-hmm. and it's 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 smart. And I thought that's that's gold. That was my favorite one. She was red for filth. <laughs> so then she did. Shangela, you have come so far. Initially, your makeup was kind of busted, and your outfits were a mess, and your personality was super grating. But look at how far you've come now. You're much older. <laughs> that was <laughs> I. I enjoyed that because you were like, okay, where's it? Where's yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's a oh, journey. You're taking yeah, him on a journey yeah. and then and then swerve. You're much older. <laughs> like that was I, I enjoyed that. My one. delivery was not as good as hers. Oh, it was it was delightful. It was terminally delightful. Oh. And then and then the one I think I I might have peed myself a little bit. Trixie. Now a lot of people clock your makeup, but I totally get it. You know, you're just painting for the back of the room, which makes sense because that's where your audience collects if you remember to lock the door. <laughs> That I fucking love that. That's just amazing because I can visualize people leaving, people trying to like get out the door, and they're like banging <laughs> on the door, and like there's people on the other side, just like mm, we got a lock for you. Like I, I just I love it. What I love too is Trixie is so receptive to these reads. Yeah, and especially you can tell already she really adores Ben. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. sees like I just saw in so many little moments there 
connection. And I don't know if they've worked. I'm sure they probably worked together at this point. But like, just loved it. Loved it. Was thrilled. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which leads us to our surprise tenth queen, <laughs> Cameroon herself. Cameroon. Oh God, my voice cracked on that one. Cameroon, Miss Bibi Zaharabane. They were, they were quick, but they were biting. They were, and it, it, it reminded me why I like and dislike Bibi because she has that regal air. Mm-hmm. But she also has that regal air, and it, so so like it's a double edged sword for me because I get it, I like it, I think we've come so far that when you are like when you're season one into season two, being that queen to be like mother, like I now that there's such a large family, it feels almost weird where like you look at yourself as the child yeah. versus the rest of the children. But at the same time, she's the fucking OG drag race winner. Yeah, so and it, it fits exactly. So that's why I say that's. So don't don't send me no hate mail because mm-hmm. I love it. But at the same time, it bothers me. But I but mean, she Harry was, was on point because the bitch looked homeless. Thorgy Thor looked homeless. My favorite though, literally, was when she was like, "I'm not gonna read Morgan McMichael's life already has done done." Yeah. I was like, "And put the glasses down. You t- just go. That's mm-hmm. you've done it. That was." Short, sweet, and 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 savage as fuck. So mm-hmm. it worked. But you know, the the winner who came out on top was Ben Delacram, which I think was deserved from what we saw. It was absolutely. <laughs> and it, it, again, I will go back to the comedy show where they edited that to make it look like she couldn't tell a joke to save her life, and she couldn't read nobody to save her life. And it, it was kind of nice to see that growth on television because again if you don't see her shows and you don't know like her in performances it it, it really does help to kind of see this on on all stars mm-hmm. um then you know the uh rue comes into the work group well no, Rue's no, no there. i'm sorry yeah so she tells them that their main challenge is oh, yeah. going to be just like the the beginning of all stars two but this is a and then we're not calling it a talent show it's a variety right. show mm-hmm um, I guess because, you know, they expect somebody not to have a talent, but you know, whatever. Um, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of workroom drama. No. Which is kinda nice to see. Yeah. But there, it wasn't filled with PSAs and queer they... history lessons. Oh Jesus. Sasha didn't show up. Uh, nobody told a sad story in a mirror, so Sasha Valor didn't have to pop up and give him a queer history lesson. You said that there was no ruka I don't recall there being any shade sound, sound so through this ent- almost I think through this entire episode. And there were I feel like they've really cut back on that. And there were a few moments that felt like you could amp that up into shade, but it really they didn't. And, and you know what I think it is? I think because these queens know each other because it's an all-star season, you're going to have less of that nece- like shade sound effect. Yeah. Because they're either just being honest or they're like they know and enjoy each other. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're going to have it, but it, it took me a second cuz I was like, yeah, I didn't hear the shade. We play the shade sound more in our Drag is a New Spandex episodes <laughs> than there was like in this entire they'll probably be in this entire season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but the only the only kind of point that really got hammered home was um when ben was talking about because they said you know uh all-stars rules are in effect which since rue didn't elaborate we all just go okay top two lip sync for your legacy pick a lipstick yada 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 um 
But uh, Ben was asking Morgan how Morgan felt about doing this and like having these rules or like this kind of way to do it. And Morgan was uh, very much about, I'm going to send the bitch home that I think is my biggest competition. And it seemed to rattle people. And I don't get that. You, no, because there's a there's a an understanding of civility. There is, but at the same time, like first off, like um, I think Shangela was the one in the confessional that they put in later. Like you know, they showed later on where it was like you saw how that worked out in All Stars too. And I think Morgan was right to be like, well, if you are up front right off the bat, then there shouldn't be hard feelings. There shouldn't be a matter of this, but like it's a competition, and if you have the opportunity to knock the person off who we think is strong. Obviously, they're in the bottom two for a reason. It's not like they didn't, like they were, it'd be one thing if you won and you got the power to send any girl home. No. And that person was maybe the third, the the top third person instead of the top, you know, top two. And you were like, I'm going to send that bitch home. But Rue is making these decisions and saying that these are the bottom two. These are the people that in my estimation and what my producers are feeding into my earpiece these are the bottom two queens so why wouldn't you like have that in your mind as a thing there's a level of diplomacy that you you have to you you play the game but you don't have to be mean spirit about it and she came across as a mean girl well i don't think so i disagree with that literally ben asked her a question she said i would send the my strongest competition home and honestly, I felt like that was upfront and honest. I would rather know that it, you know, we'll get to how that worked out for her mm. later on. But I would rather everybody be upfront and be like, okay, well, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it overall. And, you know, if if a stronger queen has a has a, a, a bad moment and, and lands in the bottom two, you know what? I might send her home. I don't think that's a wrong thing to think. I don't know that there is any wrong thing, really, in this case, because it is a reality show. It is a competition. Agreed. Like, unscripted television. Unscripted television. That's what we were, that's in our, if you missed our 14 hour long interview with Gingerman and our All Stars 3 preview, that's what we learned is they, they pushed them to not call it reality television, but unscripted television. Interesting. Um, but I mean, it, even though the producers are like, we need you to say it this way, yeah. there's no script. Mm-hmm. Hence, unscripted. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where you're going to do what you're going to do. Human nature is that. And well, like I said, we'll get to how it worked out for her. But yeah, being honest, admitting it, she her personality combined with her approach made her look a little more, again, in contrast to everybody else, the way it was edited looked a little more, uh, I don't know the right term for this, but just... You know, it had a little yeah. more of a bite to yeah. it. No, no, no. But it, I, I do agree with you that at least she is being honest about her motivation and well, her perspective, and it's a valid perspective. And I know these confessionals are not taped. Like they don't like run out of the workroom right quick, tape yeah, a confessional, yeah, yeah. run right back no. in. But all these confessionals that were taped afterwards, and all these queens going, "Well, we don't have a consensus. We don't whatever." Like, bitch, you are saying the same exact thing that Morgan is saying but not upfront about it or not putting it out there. And I get you don't need to play all your cards. Well, there's and that that's, too. The, that's the only part that I will agree with, that maybe you don't need to be. But at the same time, she's just she's not hiding anything. She wants to be transparent about what her thought process is, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So, that I mean, that's... that's yeah. I know people don't like the the... <coughs> 
formatting or like this whole lip sync for your legacy versus in sending home whatever uh, but if i'm gonna be on the show and i've seen all stars too because now they've seen it you know that there's gonna be a point where an Alyssa is gonna send ginger home versus uh versus katya who technically everybody like you know said that week should have been katya you're gonna have a week where Roxy Andrews lent you this this crusty ass uh, rhinestone top, and you know you're gonna save her because she's your friend, not because she lent you a damn tank top. You know what I mean? Like I would rather just know, hey, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna evaluate it, I'm gonna look at the critiques, but you ended up in the bottom two for a reason. So therefore, you are fair game to be eliminated. And if I think at the end, the end game is gonna be, I think I can win over with Queen A versus Queen B. I'm gonna eliminate Queen B. So we we got through the workroom. We're in the variety show era, era now. I think uh, yeah. era of the show. Yeah. And it was and, <laughs> and the way was, that, the way this episode is going, and the way that episode went, it feels like an era. They, they, a little bit. So mm. the variety show was kind of fun. It was fun, but you saw people shine where you knew they were going to shine, right? And then you saw people do what you knew they were going to do, but you know. Did anybody surprise you? I wasn't surprised. Well, let's uh, we'll do a quick run yeah. through these, yeah. just that so way we can kind of say whatever, like what everybody did. We don't need to spend a lot of time on Mm-mm. on some of them. Shangela came out. She did. It was an updated version of Working Girl because I'm like I know part of this song, but part of it didn't make didn't resonate. So she just did. She recorded an updated version of Working Girl and or her, added on. Her dance moves were on point. Like she and she shablammed so quickly. We'll talk about this. Vanessa uh, who, Hudgens. Who is she? Why is she here? What listen? I, who asked, call for I her? asked the same question. Well, she's from High School Musical. She's a Disney uh, Disney Channel girl. But wait till Nancy Pelosi's up there. Then she, when when Nancy Pelosi is on that judging That's panel different. and goes, you should blame them so quickly. Yeah. Then the, the, it'll we'll be talk. it'll we'll be talk. even more interesting. Um, BB did the All Stars remix of like Cameroon. <laughs> that was which, amazing. That was great. Seriously, and I, I said, is she barefoot? <laughs> And you're like, yes, I think so. And then I saw why she had to be barefoot. But that that once again, it was like Lion King. It was um <laughs> CC Peniston doing finally. It was I just love I love that the, like one of the only the only uh cutaway confessionals they did was uh Trixie going, uh she she was totally Lion King off Broadway. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it just it made me she, she looked over and went, Err, and I went, Oh, like but, it was just yeah. it was great but yeah. she she was she was fantastic it was a performance that you know you've seen bb do stuff like that before but it's because it's it's work and she's great she great she's great at it and she's that mix was a million times better i was looking up on youtube while i was doing these notes and um i listened to a little bit of the actual version of cameroon that she released back in i guess 2009 2010 uh-huh. oh god but this remix version that they played on on the show Sounded so much better. Mm. This dirty drums Cameroon mix was fantastic. And then you had Thorgy, who looked her. This outfit was a ton better yeah, than her yes. entrance. She that that jumpsuit was gorgeous. And like, or was we it we know it was no. feeling good, looking gorgeous. See, that's the only thing about that whole number that I thought was stupid is her little catchphrase in there. It just it led it didn't. If she's gonna pull a Lindsey Sterling and jump around on stage playing violin, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. 
But that little catchphrase is But dumb. was it entertaining? It was cute. It was, I liked it. It was nice. I liked it. Like, she's an it accomplished violinist. Yeah. Well, because but, then she did that. She did that, looking good, feeling gorgeous, into a one-handed fucking cartwheel while holding the violin in the other it, hand. It is impressive. I was like, okay, bitch, you it got is, that. It is impressive. No, you got I'm not, that. I'm, I, I am not saying it's not impressive. I am asking, is it entertaining? Because I didn't find it uh, entertaining. I thought it was good. Well, let's talk about this when we get to Trixie. Well, okay. No, I'll no, say this about yeah. Thorgy. If you've ever seen her perform live, like a, a full performance live with the violin, yes. The way this is edited, it was very uneven because yeah. they did a longer piece of her, like just violin, like, you know, classical. And then it was like she stopped and it felt like that was the end of it. Right, right. And then it was the whole looking good, feeling thorgeous, cartwheel. And then it was like full on. And that was like for like ten seconds. And it was like that didn't feel balanced. It felt like they yeah, cut it. Yeah. It should have like that should have been less of like the just the violin and more of the like sped up version. Because then I think you would have been I think it would have been it would have come across as more entertaining. Yeah. Um, you have Aja. So it was an all-stars mix or the mix that she did for all-stars of a song that's hers that she put out last year, um, called level your pussy up, which I find hysterical considering the number of text messages that we've exchanged where having to step your pussy up has been involved. Mm -hmm. So for her to do that song made me kind of giggle, but it also features, because you know with these songs, mm. you know the 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 DJ is always a, a featured artist. Um, DJ Accident Report, <laughs> who is noise. who is a member of the Nobodies, which is a group of people in Brooklyn mm-hmm. that also features Lady Berica Andrews uh-huh. and friend of the show. Ariel Italic. Hi, oh, Ariel. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah you know nobody. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I, okay. So yeah, so if you if you watch their YouTube uh, series where it's nobody's watching wrestling, uh, Ariel and Berica sit on the couch and like recap these uh, these things, and then DJ Accident Report is over on the side, and then he has like the little air horn on his phone. God damn it! And they dub it over with like a, a louder air horn, obviously for the the show, but. He uh, is is that is, he's on the track as well. So I wanted to give a shout out to the nobodies and to our friend Ariel Italic mm. on that. Even though I hate that sound I, every I time know. I hear it. But I think that's the point. Yeah. It's definitely like, a yeah. It, it's mm. one of those things where it's either you love it or it drives you up a wall. Yeah. So like, <laughs> Aja, or you love it driving up your wall. Yeah. Well, sure. Aja's, you know, voguing. She's giving you like. I'm so into voguing right now. Mm. Oh, Hi, I'm Vanessa Hudgens. I love your look on, when Oral watched that episode and looked over after he, she said that. I was I was living that. Uh, You're like, come on, basic white, straight white girl. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm. Who who brought you? Who brought you? <laughs> Aja dancing shows you how how talented she is, how rooted in in like drag she is, how rooted in New York she is. Absolutely. Like that was she gave me pier but she's like i'm not just on the pier i'm on the runway on the pier like and i just saw like the paris is burning like old empty like coca-cola cans the old like stereo boom box in the background but it was so refined and then she got on the box and she death dropped off that box and it literally (laughs) shut the show down yeah this was the aja that 
nobody got to see on season nine. So mm-hmm. for that alone, it's it's good to see that she's back on the show to be able, even if she even if she went home in the next episode, she has shown a side of Aja that nobody saw before. Yeah. Um, so uh, then he had Kennedy who danced on the stage danced on the stage flipped on the box flipped off the box like it was good but you know like i said once you she is talented and i cannot do any of those moves that she does but if you've seen a kennedy davenport show at least three times you've probably seen them all Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and again it's not to say that it is not a talent that it is not good but the thing is, when you live in a in a very drag heavy town, and she has performed at an establishment that you work at or you frequent often, you tend to see the same thing all the time. Yeah. Then you had Ben Kramer who did like a burlesque number with a tassels. comedy burlesque yeah. number. It yep. was, and we've seen it before. Um, actually, the last time we went to Pulse, um, it was for a, a Ben performance on a random like wednesday night or when, something. yeah i think yeah. it was wednesday that's yeah. right uh and she does this this nesting doll of bras routine where the, the the tassels are on the nipples and she pulls it off and the and there's more tassels on the nipples and she pulls it off and then she's trying to hide them and she goes to to, to spin the ones and she's like oh, oh oh nope they're both on one side yep she takes them off where, where are my tassels they're on her back and then let me take my tassels off and they're these long ass like you know ones and then she spins them which fuck that because i can barely get anything to like go in unison in my life and it she got them, she takes, got them tassels yeah. to fucking spin and she pulled them off and she had like 10 tassels on each titty and then they cut the tricks and she's like i don't have enough nipples i want more nipples I, <laughs> like they are cutting to Trixie like confessionals way too much i want to know like percentage wise <laughs> how many because it felt like a disproportionate it was good yeah because they're good they're yes. good reads but uh, yeah, Ben's performance was great. I love that she keeps burlesque in her performance and does a lot of stuff with it. But because I had already seen it, I think I was a little like, oh, she's doing that. Okay. You cool. know what's funny? I didn't, because maybe it was the environment and maybe it was our, from where we were sitting or not sitting, but standing when we saw her, it didn't feel like the same thing. I'm like, I know I've seen this before. I may have also, I may have also watched her YouTube video of it. Either way, I'm not dinging her because other queens did stuff that they've done other places, but. I think it was just more of a oh what's Ben gonna do oh she's doing that oh okay. then she pulled she she threw confetti out of her vagina at the that end. was great like, that was a little little yeah a little yeah, like was, a little like when you type congratulations on Facebook and it does and then those things pop out things, the sides yeah. yeah yeah um then we had Chi Chi which I was when she came out I'm like well you know her hair's a little flat but she's giving me like it, my high school our colors were uh, green and white. And so, like, I'm and and she came out like wearing like a lot of green. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna give me like whiz cheerleader high school yeah. Emerald City and the majorette thing with yeah. the baton. Yeah, and she she didn't. And then I realized that she wasn't wearing heels. And I'm like, oh, this is this is not good. That baton was a waste. That I yeah. get that she like spun it around the back of her head, but or not spun it, but like you know did like the wave with it across her her neck and into the other hand but like i was expecting like i wanted that would have been the fucking perfect uh julia sugarbaker like montage to be read over where she throw you know uh where's 
our sister threw the baton up into the air and it caught fire. Like I like I was waiting for something like that and it never happened. It, it was very talent show for the little girls yes. that are in that circuit. And then they come out and they do the little majorette thing and you're like, oh, that's yeah. just no. It's no. just some awkward cartwheels because like it felt like she had to like shorten her cartwheel, which made her yeah. legs get weird. Uh-huh. Like she had a she like pulled her legs back so it wasn't like full extension because she would have gone off the stage had she done that. Mm-hmm. Which honestly it probably would have saved her performance had she cartwheel, cartwheel, cartwheel off the stage. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it was it was sad. But her makeup was on point. It was. Her face it was. You, you, mm, but her then, face was painted for the gods. But then you had Morgan McMichaels. Who looked her outfit was fantastic. Her I, makeup was fantastic. I, I was looking for where she was hiding that chip on her shoulder, but I couldn't find it. So it was like, underneath. Kudos. It was underneath the uh, the the shoulder pads. Okay, okay, that's I see. I was trying to like find that's out. like Thorgy always wears a big wig to hide because her dreads. She has those stupid fucking dreads. Shave your head, bitch. You look <laughs> ridiculous. But, you look crazy. Her dreads are awful, awful. I'm not debating that. Awful. But just like Awful. just like Thorgy wears those wigs, Morgan just wears those big shoulder pads to hide her chips. I just mm, no. But and that the, that wig, that that wig, that oh. Bram Stoker's <laughs> Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> it was fighting her though. It was trying to get away. She kept on going, "Why you? Why you mad? Why you mad? Why you? Why you mad that though? Why you mad song. though?" Oh, I couldn't stand it. Oh, oh I just that no. wig couldn't either, and it was no. trying to get the fuck away. And she kept looking at the wisp girls. By wisp by wisp, it was just flying away from her head. It was uh, distracting. It was it was not it was not great. No. Um. Thank you for telling me. So so Trixie comes up and she uses an auto harp, and I couldn't remember. I'm like, it's not a harpsichord. You grew up with it too, right? In yeah. Your, in your church. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, they yeah. would bring it out every once in a while. Absolutely. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But and, I mean, it was a staple instrument, and then I had forgotten it existed until Trixie brought it back. And I will just say this. I made a whole bunch of notes throughout with all these performances, you know, because I mean, I knew we were going to take four hours to get through this yeah. hour and a half episode, mm-hmm. but in all fairness, all I literally wrote for Trixie was auto heart performance of moving parts because to me, it was fucking flawless. It was. It, it wasn't necessarily like this big showy performance, but mm-hmm. you don't have to. You don't. You, you don't. don't need to be, as, as they say in Top Chef, to prepare simple food is often the hardest because you you want to you could either fuck it up really badly yep. mm. or you just you can't show that restraint. Yes. The, or and, mm, and she did. She it was literally it less was is bam. more. And it was probably the most impressive performance other than maybe Thorgy's from a music perspective because what people don't realize is she's not just playing it live. That was that was And she was it. singing live. And she's singing live. Be- and you could tell it, you could tell it wasn't a studio recorded track for one reason and maybe it's because I work with sound. Her peas were popping. Her peas were popping. Her peas were popping. Every time that popped I was like uh, mm. and but- she had a harmonizing pedal yes. which was subtle in fact and I don't think you noticed it at first either right? Well, I didn't, I you knew heard that, the harmony. I heard the harmonies. I didn't I wasn't Okay, I was drinking and I was in a bar, and um, that's an understatement. Uh, not at that point of the night, sir, <laughs> madam. Anywho, um, I didn't notice it the first time around, but then you had mentioned it, and then when when I rewatched it, um, I saw her hit the pedal. Yep. 
shortly before the and harmony we've seen came her in. Do that live in yes. Provincetown, and that was part of the reason why I was super excited because before I knew she was going to perform, um, I I think I knew it was going to be Auto Heart, but I didn't know what she was going to perform. Honestly, I I wish she would have done I know you all over again. Yeah, I mean it's it's publicity. Like I look, it's a publicity stunt, and I well, appreciated it. She is the fucking queen of marketing because what happened on episode on Thursday, what came out Friday, mm-hmm. the acoustic version of Moving Parts. Yep. So that's so, so that goes there. Smart. And then, and she at the same time when they announced that they announced that her second album, One Stone, is going to drop after the finale. Mm. I'm like. You can't. You she's, like that's the perfect way to do this. She's doing yeah. it right. I will say, and this is not a ding because again, I loved it. It was so different, and I think I guess making it at the end sort of made sense because, in terms of energy, in terms of catching, like there's a certain energy she had that was very quiet and sort of you know stirring, but smoldering. I don't know. Like it was very different. Everything else where it was more high energy. So I could see a different editor and a different take taking that and making it like a joke well they sort did of... in the in the you know coming up when they before the commercials yeah because they showed her on the auto harp and then she does that la- that and the last ring and then they cut to the kennedy confessional going uh, uh you can insert crickets here right and it was like okay right. they were trying that but i was glad that they didn't like edit the, the actual thing for sure way. for sure no 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 but it, it gave yeah. you that little bit of like Oh huh? well, maybe Trixie's. It's gonna suck, and and honestly, she, I will fight anybody on that. I think she should have been more than safe, um. But I yeah. think, but no matter what, I, I again, this is this competition is hers to lose. I think yeah. she uh, of there's a couple of them this year that will be playing the role of uh, what's her name, Alaska, uh, in that they are definitely setting them up to yeah. dominate. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. But but moving moving parts was definitely it was it was fantastic and if you have a chance to see Trixie's show, oh, um, yeah. and I'm sure she'll do another one this coming summer. She'll become like a Varla Jean Merman where there's a new show every year, and I am fucking there for it. Take my money right now, because uh, I will buy a ticket. Mm. I got I'm waiting for them to put uh, it, iTunes was glitchy and they couldn't the, moving parts didn't go up on iTunes until today or last night something like that. I'm waiting for them to put one stone up for pre-order because, bitch, I will be clicking that and I will be waiting the next seven weeks until it comes out with bated breath. Because <laughs> if you don't have uh, two birds, you definitely need to get it before you get one stone. I love a theme. Oh, oh my God. Uh, speaking of themes, <laughs> the final was Milk touched the fashion change your life as like the the classic like 50s paper doll like dress. I really like that concept. I like the paper doll concept yes. a lot. Um, I didn't love this performance. I, no, <laughs> I didn't. But the but for me, I think it 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 shows you like the duality of milk, where milk will have a concept and execute execute it flawlessly, but there's sometimes just something not there. It's the it's she gives you the artifice. Which is great. She, for me, rarely ever fails there completely. But when you need to to make that sort of idea flex and bend, it doesn't. But yeah, you know, that, and I and I don't honestly, I don't think it was flawless because one of my biggest issues oh no, I, okay, go ahead. was she was wearing a Madonna slash Britney esque um, around yeah. the head. Oh, microphone the, not even the alpha oh, like the yeah, nude yeah. 
honestly, most of what she did, I liked. I didn't love the song. I love the paper doll, like dresses, all of that. But where you knew queens were lip syncing and they were lip syncing and they did their performance. You knew when somebody was playing an instrument live or singing live and you knew it. She had this microphone on and she's doing all of this stuff. And there are some queens that I've worked with and I get it. You get into the whole thing and you're, you're singing along with it. That's fine for the people in the back of the room. But when you're close enough and you can hear a queen singing and it doesn't quite work, I get that you want your lips to match. I get it. I do. But you have to think of the whole thing. And they had this mic on her that wasn't on because it wasn't clear and it wasn't in the forefront. But you heard her and it sounded god-awful with the music. You know what it is? It's it's of the similar ilk where people see and think one thing but you you hear another and when people cup the microphone at karaoke they think they're gonna sound amazing i'm like no you actually sound bad and i have to turn you down yeah oh and you're lucky you don't you have speakers that face the stage not behind them when people do that with me um where my speakers are behind the the singers it creates a fucking loop and oh, ends God. up causing Ugh. causing feedback, and I have to be like feedback, stop. feedback, oh feedback, feedback, feedback. oh. Um, <laughs> Only that's what it did, not the alternative. Yeah, right. Oh God, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Janet Jackson just pops on every time that, that was that happened. Um, yeah, no, I have to tell them to stop. I'm like, pull your hands down, or I pull the pull the microphone way down because I don't care if you're trying to sound like your favorite rapper. Their setups are much different. Mm-hmm. You are not Jay Z. You are not. <laughs> chance the rapper you are not i'm trying to get i'm trying to get more relevant than jay-z when that was the first thing that came out of my mouth i'm like yeah. welcome 1999 oh, rap yeah. in the a, in the way it's a hard knock life um listen volume Pat. two was probably his best album <clears throat> i followed along with him for a while and even some of his i don't know i haven't listened to 444 but whatever mm-hmm. moving on so those were our performances safe from elimination or from critiques this week were Trixie, BB, Milk, and Kennedy, no. which I agree with most of that. But I still think that Milk maybe should have been. I was replaced. surprised she was. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm, mm, I, I, well, well, because in my mind, I think Shangela did better than than Milk overall performance wise. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think if you had swapped them out, because yeah, so we'll 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 hit on some of the the big critique parts, but. Um, if you look at who is in the tops and bottoms, I think like Shangela and Thorgy are the two that you can't, you don't quite know which one was which. Like if they were uh, like third or the the like the the either top three or the bottom third. Uh huh. And I think that Milk could be subbed out for honestly either of them. Okay. I think that, oh, that but I think fair. Shangela had a better performance she overall. Did. She did. And, and, you know, the crowd loved her and, and the judges really liked what she was doing. Well, and that's the thing. And it's like, I mean, they pretty much all praised her. Michelle clocked the bodysuit and said, you know, and Shangela was fine with, you know, she's like, oh, no, it's burnt. Like, yeah. like you know, you she takes that, that critique and she's good with it. Uh, Thorgy is, you know, bashful smurf. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think maybe Thorgy would have been like that, that, that third bottom mm-hmm. they're all bottoms i've watched way too many lee dawson recaps every time i hear uh hear bottom i just yell out they're all bottoms <laughs> uh so 
you know, nothing terrible. So no, but okay. yeah, just just they they felt that she was a little reserved, and mm-hmm. it was what it was. Aja got the come up that she deserved, yes. rightfully, because her performance was great, and I think she did a really great job overall. Um, ben de la Creme got her accolades and got her roses because I swear you know, my favorite though was when Vanessa uh, Vanessa Hudgens goes, "You're so beautiful," and De La was just like, "I know, right?" <laughs> like, like that was the I don't want to say it was arrogant or cocky, but that was the quick witted, fun, carefree Ben de la Creme hmm. that did not come out in season six at all. Yeah, and this is why I'm so excited to have her. And there was so much talk. That she said she would not do All Star, she would not do, she would not go back, she would not go back, and I'm so glad that she did because seeing this confident Ben de la Creme is a treat. Mm-hmm. Chi Chi, oh poor Chi Chi. They they said her makeup was beautiful and it was. It was, but her, her face hair, was great. Yeah, her hair was <laughs> flat and, and and too and, much. Yeah, and her in her shoes were dancing shoes, like flat dancing shoes, and it just. Like they said, she has done acrobatics in heels. And I love that because it's all-stars that they could edit to show you. Yes. It's not even just like, I know you can do this. It's like, I know you can do this. Here's a cutback to season season eight. Here's a receipt. (laughs) They got the receipts. They're showing you it all. This is what we call a bill of sale. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and Morgan got clocked for for just... Being a bit of hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Because, and that's the thing is that it's it's a simple thing about performing. You are you are with the audience. The audience is is where you're directing all of this energy at. Yep. And like you could do as a joke, you know, uh, you know, why are you mad? Like if you walk by and didn't really look at them, but you're and singing at the audience and point one, two, three. You don't even have to have lined up. But what she did was take this opportunity to say i don't know why i don't get treated like the rest of you and now that i'm saying these things and she like it sours her performance she could she obviously she could dance obviously you know like you like she's a great performer but she hindered herself in in she didn't hinder herself she hamstringed herself well true she hamstringed herself speaking of pork Ah! vanessa hutchins (laughs) Performed oh. against somebody who she barely beat, pork chop. <laughs> who was actually a pork chop. It was close. It was a real close uh, victory. The mm. funny part is, like, I guess I I was hanging out with uh, Chantel Roche, who had gotten to the bar by this point in the show. Hi, girl. And we were we were talking, and I missed what was said. And then I look up, and I'm like, "What the fuck is she lip syncing <laughs> against?" And then all of a sudden, I go, "Oh my god, a pork chop." And and Chantel was like, "What?" And I'm like, "You know, pork chop." And she started. And we both just we had a good chuckle over it. And then when I rewatched with Brian, um, I actually heard the part where she said that Vanessa was gonna gonna uh, lip sync against pork chop. And then they cut away. And then when they came back, they showed the plate with the pork chop on it. And I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." This thing they do in All Stars because they don't have to deliberate. This is harkening back to what RuPaul used to do. It's zany dumb humor yeah that i always loved Mm -hmm. about her previous stuff and i'm glad there's a vehicle for it in this otherwise you know overproduced let's say you know semi-serious in some way show Mm -hmm. uh so i love that it was that was 
that's the best part of the episode. I think. Absolutely. Oh, okay. That that was that was great. Now we get to the part that's supposed to be untucked, but it's not actually interesting. And it's just like you yeah. stand here and talk and say congratulations. And let's let's walk over here and have a conversation. And you tell me why you think you should stay and blah 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 blah. Yep. It was boring. I hated it. I don't even want to talk about it. There anymore. was no drama. There was no Adora crying saying, no. I don't think I should be here. Although I love that they referenced uh Mich- what, what Michelle, Michelle said. you're not gonna make someone go home this time. <laughs> you're not gonna that. make somebody quit, are you? <laughs> Uh, I I also enjoy that there was no sponsor like uh, Hamburger Mary's Hamburger Mary looming large in the uh, little for all stars they don't they that was the that was untucked okay Okay. that was like the that was season eight or season nines because even that because it it, where everyone's eating birds of paradise well because they had the Mary (laughs) statue over like when they'd walk in and the Mary statue would be holding the cocktails and it was like I know all right thanks for paying seriously. (laughs) The lip sync is Anaconda, where <laughs> Aja and Ben De La Creme have to lip sync. And I was really proud of Ben. Yes. Because Aja's, Aja's giving you street Nikki. Yep. Which was which was perfect. Like I've seen girls, I've I've known friends. I have friends who do that sort of thing and it's great to see because you know they're killing it yeah you see it now with cardi b um but you for sometimes you forget how weird nikki is i actually did check it out mm-hmm. um karaoke last friday and i had a friend help me because i'm not doing the will i am parts too <laughs> like it's just there's no there's no pause there's no break and like those raps are really quick yeah but those raps are super weird yeah and to see then do anaconda in this kind of like like hokey sticky oh my god soda. It's beautiful but it's it's great like i i she imagine that she was in Nicki minaj's onika's mind like yeah. it was it was really fun no it definitely was and i mean they both did a great job mm-hmm. but and and but i can see why ta-da ben won yes um, and that was really great to see because it was well deserved. I think overall she performed the best in the episode. Yes, and well, and took it all. Took the took the mini challenge was the top two. Took home the ten ten thousand dollar tip. You Damn know it. the whole nine. Um, and as she pointed out, first time ever winning a lip sync. Yep, that's funny. I didn't so, realize that lip sync twice. Wow. First time around was after the comedy show, and Rue kept both of them. Oh, that's right. So yeah. technically not a win, and right. then went home the second time that uh, wow. she and Dela lip synced against against each other. So for Ben to come out against somebody who is probably one of the top three performers, lip syncers out there between Kennedy, Chichi, and um, and Aja, it, it really was kind of a a cool thing to see Ben walk away with it, mm-hmm. and then pull out a lipstick. And sent Morgan McCrybaby home. Oh, she wasn't too bad. She, you know what she is? She's the, oh she's, boy. she's the McDLT Aww. of Drag Race. Damn, everything's there, but you gotta put it together yourself to enjoy it, and you just can't <laughs> be bothered. So Morgan goes to the back. It's a RuPaul statue starts her like does her lipstick message gets the statue starts talking and then is interrupted by a very ominous message at least like last time we kind of had a there was a whole there was more of a like 
your 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 time yeah. isn't over yeah. or you you have you know your you, the second chances or whatever like it made it sound more like you have a chance to come back where we all know that there's going to be some type of mm-hmm. return um but basically the message just said i've got your back and then they cut to morgan and chad in alaska in their handmaid's tail mm-hmm. robes and habits are up on the stairs by the door that rue comes in and then it cuts back and then it cuts back to morgan again where she's like i don't i don't get it and they're right like their feet behind her mm-hmm. and it's like oh, oh okay interesting yeah so it's a, a a twist on what's been going on and i feel like I feel like when when whenever there is a return episode or whatnot, mm-hmm. they're all going to be wearing them robes and them habits, yeah. and it's going to be some sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Like next week, we get the RuPaul's Divas uh, Divas Live, the VH1 Divas Live, yeah. like resurrect the Divas Live, which I'm excited for. And you know, we don't we don't have to go over who's who, but I will tell you this: I see Stevie, I see Patty Labelle. And I'm excited, super excited. Shangela if- as Mariah in this still, mm-hmm. holy shit. Patty, Chi-Chi as Patty looks on point. I Look. am excited for Ben as Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for what? Trixie as Dolly Parton. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yes. But, but I will tell you this. If they don't play this up, like got to be real, all of these queens need to be sent home <laughs> ASAP. I'm I'm super excited about it. I thought Snatch Game was gonna come out right away, mm-hmm. um, because I thought it was I thought it was second episode last season. Because again, they it's did a short it pretty season. Early, yeah. It was really early, mm-hmm. um, but I guess it's gonna be third episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but this, this is this is gonna be better than Snatch Game. I, so listen, like, well, we say that now. Yeah. We've seen like we, yeah. you know we've seen some of these lip sync on, uh, ensemble fail. challenges. These so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, that was our first Rue cap. Four uh, hours. No, my God. Seriously, <laughs> it has been a pleasure. Um. You know, we'll be back next week, listeners. So stay tuned. And every- we do have a couple more things before you close, dear. We do. Ev- we do every Monday. Be on the lookout for a new a new Rue cap. There are a couple of there's some fun fantasy league things so- going around that aren't oh that aren't necessarily vh1 official Ugh. but they stole your gig so funny story as we've talked about on the other episodes if you want to play with just us cool people you go to dragracebeat.com and you can check out the original uh rupaul drag beat we're not calling it a fantasy league because we're not all sportsy like the uh, vh1 is that's a little too pick your teams pick your captains pick your backing lineup i don't i don't know the sports stuff I'm like, almost none of that is what it is. I don't know. I don't know. It's all (laughs) sports to me. Starters in your bench. Starters in your bench. So dragracebeat.com. Registration is ongoing and open. Anytime you want to jump in and play, you can. I wanted to say congratulations. I can't even talk. Congratulations to Tehrande Mr. Bend. He was the winner of week one with a handsome score of 2,300 points. And uh, we have about... 35 people currently playing so we are there is plenty of room if you go to dragracebeat.com you can uh register uh and then sign up it's a beta test so you're getting exclusive access to this thing that will hopefully keep going into the future 
Uh, but yeah, no, I want to make sure we, you know, get people interested. If you're not so inclined to do fantasy league, of course, you can still check it out and just play along at home. But, uh, but yeah, that's a uh, drag race beat as I've screwed up last week. Thank you, mm-hmm. Pat, for fixing my terrible URL ability, even though I registered the damn thing. Drag race beat, not drag beat. That's something else. And we're also on flameonshow.com, as I'm sure Oral was about to tell you, mm-hmm. because I don't know if you, we made mention of it. We have lovely new mic or, uh, headsets that we're using today, thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, and if you go to Patreon and, you know, go to Nerdy Show, you can actually earmark money directly to Flame On, and every little bit helps, because, you know, I kept forgetting my bootleg headsets and i keep getting yelled at so thank y'all thank y'all for making this an easier transition as opposed to what would have happened as i sat down and like ooh bitch i forgot <laughs> which is what happened because i said ooh bitch i forgot and we're on twitter flame on podcast that's right mm-hmm. and fa- facebook flame on show we have our little page up there we love getting comments yeah. and uh the big thing right now i think we really are trying to push if you like our podcast i mean you're listening so i think you might at least enjoy it a little bit Give us a little rating, uh, iTunes. Give us a star rating. It, it a really, writer review. It really. I'm. I'm. You've probably heard this a hundred times. Listen to our podcast. It really does make a difference, and we're seeing some return on investment with some of those numbers uh, with the Nerdy Show right now. So please support us in any way you can. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Share your flame on love with the, the ages and the masses on social media, and uh, it really does make a difference. And us. if you listen on Podchaser. Which is a newer a newer one for me. I'm a a big Stitcher fan, uh, but I know that we put a, a a post out a while ago, and we got a bunch of different um, podcast apps out there. But if you were a Podchaser listener, uh, go over and um, give us some uh, give us some love over there. Uh, check out some of the other Nerdy Show shows that are there, and uh, like Oral said, Patreon.com forward slash Nerdy Show, and uh, and and become a supporter and a backer, and we appreciate you for that. Until next Monday. Later, later. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.